0: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It just gets better every single day. Welcome into The Voice of Reason. We are broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio and TV plus the live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. Your millennial general reporting for duty for another day like we do every single day right here on The Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We have a lot to get to, a lot of fun stuff. I hope you enjoyed a Dr. Seuss birthday yesterday. I know it's a racist thing to say. I know those lack of absolute truths, those racist undertones in Dr. Seuss books. But hopefully you were able to enjoy and actually get to – I have to admit, there are a lot of Dr. Seuss parodies out there floating around about some of the current events right now, about Joe Biden, about the COVID vaccine, about other current event things that I find absolutely hilarious. I may have to start showing some – I did share some of them on social media, but I'm – Probably going to get banned for it. But you know what? Whatever. We've been in Facebook. I've never been in Facebook jail until this year. And now I've been in twice in the first three months of the year. So that's nice. I guess that's something to be congratulatory about. We're finally making it official and, like, successful. (laughs) We're making a name for ourselves. But happy post at Dr. Seuss' birthday to you. Coming up on the program, Jennifer Kearns. We've had her on the program before. She'll be joining. uh, She is the host of the nationally syndicated radio show, All American Radio, with Jennifer Kearns. We'll be talking about the FCC and i know we've already been having the cancel culture already in the nation for conservative viewpoints but will we see a can, uh, cancel culture as in like the fcc literally regulating internet content and shutting down conservative websites can uh, shutting down conservative content on social media or on youtube or an even your own individual website are uh, you know the the safe spaces right now that we have for some like you know steam crowder and and Alex Jones, and some of those that, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, they've kind of been limited to what they can provide for themselves. Will the FCC begin regulating them and banning them as well, which would be myself included, as we're working on our Hoosier Media Network studios and working on our own content and our own ways to distribute content, so that way they can't censor us on on the social media because no one can see it anyways. We have 2,000 followers on our Facebook page, and we get like five views. I mean, we get more than that, obviously, but that's a little bit of a description for you. We get way—we used to get a lot more. We don't get a whole lot now because they blocked us. They've shadow banned us. So if you do find the feeds on your social media, share them out or say hi and and just kind of break that algorithm content a little bit. But we're eventually going on our own. But will the FCC allow that? Are they working to start regulating the interweb like they've been wanting to do for oh so long? Ajit Pai, he was actually from the state of Kansas. He was the FCC Uh, chair during the Trump administration, very conservative guy. He was really great. He did a great job in the FCC, in my opinion. Uh, He limited that, and he allowed us to have freedom of the interweb as long as he could. But now that he's not there, the new one's taking over. What will they want to do? I mean, obviously, Facebook and Twitter now going a little bit more bold wanting to silence some of this uh, content on social media. I saw a headline today that said that conservative news reports blow up and just swarm Facebook. Which is not true, by the way, because Facebook uh, content is not run by conservative media outlets and you cannot get your conservative media onto Facebook without it being banned or censored. So that's a bunch of malarkey, as Joe Biden would put it. But uh, where else do we have to go? And what will the FCC do thereafter? We'll talk with Jennifer Kearns coming up in a little bit uh, thereafter. The big question, which really goes into this as well, is the divide in America. Who is ready? Show of hands. And I'm very curious to see... By your mind, I can see what you're thinking. Uh, By your mind, are you ready for a divide? And would you want to segregate the nation as in certain states seceding to create their own nation? I don't like that idea, per se, because we are the United States of America. We love America. We don't want to divide that. We don't want to change that. But with how bad things have gotten in the nation, Andy, there's no bad things going on in the nation. We love Joe Biden. We love this stuff. Really? Really? According to the latest polls, Republicans and Democrats, they do agree on two things right now, which I have a disagreement with even one of them, really. One of them is the stimulus checks coming from the federal government, where most Republicans and most Democrats agree with these stimulus checks. I do not think we need stimulus checks. I think we need to just open things up like what Mississippi is doing, like what Texas is doing, like what California says they want to do, like what other states are trying to do. Open up, allow business to run again, allow consumers to buy goods, allow people to go out and do things, allow bars and restaurants and nightclubs to open up again, allow things to just happen. Let life happen again. We've done this for an entire year. We know that everybody's terrified and scared of the virus. I saw another story today that talked about scientists, how the COVID-19 virus is adapting unlike any other virus that scientists are aware of. And it's really concerning them because we don't know how to adapt to this thing, which We've seen viruses all throughout humanity, so I'm not too terribly concerned about it. But there are two things. That Americans can agree on right now. Outside of that, we are the most divided than we've been in a very long time, if not ever, in the United States. Number one is the stimulus check. Everybody wants their payment. I disagree with that. I mean, fine, okay, that's my taxpayer money. Give it back to me. But what it's going to do is just create a more of a debt situation at the federal government because we're not solving anything. All we're doing is printing off more money and giving it back to you to where it's going to lower the value of the dollar. And you still have to use more of that money to purchase a single thing. Which makes me very upset and frustrated. So, but the majority of Americans support these stimulus paychecks. The second thing they agree on is that many of them agreed in maybe branching off the country into different sections or different quadrants. For example, while the stunning talk of success, uh, secession from these states like Texas and other Republican leaning areas may sound like a radical idea, surveys, according to studyfinds.org, find that many democrat voters actually support breaking up the us as well i have an idea if we're going to break up the us which i'm not advocating for but theoretically here if we're going to break up the us can we do it in places where crazy wild people want to wear three different masks and other places where we don't need to wear masks can we do, can we do it that way please because the mask thing's really starting to drive me nuts especially when you're in your car by yourself or you're running down the street and jogging on the sidewalk by yourself and you're wearing a mask I don't like running anyways. I don't know why I would want to do so with a mask. I saw two people do that yesterday here in the Wichita area, and I laughed at them. I, I literally rolled down my window, pointed, and laughed at them to make sure that they saw me as I drove on by in my gas counseling car <laughs> because why the heck not? Until recently, we would have regarded it as too marginal to include the sur- into the survey, meaning the secession discussion. But state legislators in Mississippi and Texas and state GOP leaders in Texas and Wyoming have openly advocated secession in recent months, prompting us to design two surveys from its gauge perception of the idea. The survey finds that political divide in America has gotten so bad, 29% of voters would certain would entertain the idea of splitting the country into smaller regions. Now, the way they separated it, according to the map that they uh, posted for study finds, is that they would separate it into five separate regions. In the northeast corner of the country, from Maine all the way down to Pennsylvania, the southeastern corner, where you have Florida all the way up to uh, Virginia and Tennessee, You would have, and all the way, by the way, all the way over to Texas, that would have been included in the south region there. The central region, that would be really Kansas all the way up north and over to Ohio and West Virginia. Then you would have the mountain region, that would be, Really from Arizona, New Mexico, all the way up to Montana. and in the western region that would be the three states there with Washington in Oregon and California, uh, the Pacific region which they would call it. and then Alaska would actually Alaska and Hawaii would be included into that as well. And from what they found is that an average of 21 to 33 percent depending on those regions would actually support both Republicans and Democrats would support a secession. That's a wild concept. There are that many people that are just angry, that are just frustrated, that just want to say, you know what, I'm done. And I think a lot of people are there. I'm almost there. The stupid stuff we hear in society today, the stupid blind ignorance that just makes my head hurt. Now, I try to be. I am not an intellectual. I want to be very clear. I'm not an intellectual. I try to be. I try to learn on my own. I try to read a lot of things. I try to study on my own. I try to bring common sense into a discussion. I am not considered an intellectual in any way, shape, or form. My goal in life when I'm 80 years old is to eventually be considered a somewhat philosopher or a wise person. Uh, But for those that always continuously try to seek knowledge and wisdom, you realize how little you actually know the more you actually dive deep into these things. So I want to be wise. I want to be knowledgeable. I want to be some great philosopher. I'm not at this point. And I recognize that. However, looking at how some people live their life, how many individuals try to say everything is racist, how even two plus two equals four is some type of racist countertone because, well, there's no absolute truth. So two plus two could equal whatever the heck you want it to. When you get to that level of stupid in society, just blind ignorance. Donald Trump's a fascist. With blind ignorance statements like that, it makes my head hurt because of how ignorant individuals are. So I guess all of us that are actually understanding this conversation are above and beyond, I guess, some of the uh, population of the United States, which is sad, but I could see a separation of, I just don't want to deal with that stupid anymore. There needs to be some type of civics lesson in order to go and vote. There needs to be some type of level of, intelligence in order to like function in society and i thought we had that with like an education system but then you look at the public education system and it just goes way out the window and then, of course, you have the conspiracy theories that are entertaining, but again, there's a line on what's healthy and what's unhealthy with that level, which I do want to get to in a little bit as well. But I bring this up because while we talk about secession, uh, one way that I guess we could do it is when it comes to ma- or masks and when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccinations. The vaccination is now the biggest hot topic out there where the government is going to be laying down the hammer, baby trying to bring it down on you to make sure that you get that vaccine. Not that, well, we're going to educate you to see if you can make your own judgment decision, but we really, 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 really need to. In the state of Kansas, they did a survey that 62, 65% of the population was open to getting the vaccine, and they said that was, according to our state health department, that was not enough. Not enough. We need 75 to 80 percent so we can reach herd immunity. Now, again, I ask you, why do you need to wear a mask if you get a vaccine? And if you get the vaccine and I do not get the vaccine, then if I get sick, what does it matter to you? Because you're protected with the vaccine. So if really 50 percent of the population got herd immunity by the vaccine, then we would be fine if less than that got it because you can build up the immunity on your own and you can just kind of survive and do your own thing except now they're saying well you're going to have to get it every year now instead of just one a one time thing but now there are new ways to push the vaccine including a new vaccine passport for international travelers and that's about ready to launch over the next week or two we have a new covid-19 passport in new york yes With limited resumption of sporting events at venues in New York, Madison Square Garden and the Barclays Center will be used as testing grounds for a new digital pass that could confirm the owner's COVID-19 status, including the individual's vaccination or recent negative coronavirus tests. They are testing this in New York for individuals starting to go to sporting events and activities at Madison Square Garden and Barclays Center, where you now have a digital pass tool allow you to walk in the door with showing that you've taken a COVID-19 test and you tested negative or you've gotten the vaccine. And if it goes well, then you know it's going to be spreading like wildfire across the nation. Can we just if we're going to divide the nation based on secession, and starting our own countries in our own little regions, can we at least do it based on that? The crazies that are adamant 100% about getting the vaccine, and if you don't, then we're all just going to die because how dare you don't get the vaccine when I get the vaccine, but you're still going to contaminate me and kill me even though I'm protected. And then those that are like, wow, let's just live our life. If we're going to separate, could we at least just do it based on that qualification right there? Because that would make me very happy. Because this testing is going to go really bad. They're also kicking, by the way, off an app, which I'm, gonna make, I'm sure that they're going to start installing it by default on your phones if you get a new phone. Oh, you just have the new COVID app. That way it'll show whether you've actually gotten tested or got the vaccine and you actually put in your personal information in your phone to show wherever you go if you try to travel. This is what we're up against here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with the Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. Republic. You're listening to the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Radio and TV plus live streaming 24 minutes past the hour. Thank you. By the way, I got to give a shout out, Chris. Thank you. I have been fishing for compliments on this beard. I've been working extremely hard on and nothing I don't know I'm still wondering should I continue to grow it out or should this be like the limit now the wife Mrs. Voice of Reason is not much of a fan of beard so this is like driving her nuts I've never been able to grow it out this far so I'm kind of enjoying this seeing where it goes what I'm thinking is if I can grow it out long enough to be able to put one of those beads on have the have the bead on there make it kind of awesome I'm just throwing the idea out there I don't know, but thank you. Somebody complimented on the Facebook Live feed. Uh, you can watch it on the Facebook Live, YouTube Live. We do have it on Twitch and Twitter as well. All of it at Who's Your Reason is our handle on all of our social media. You can find it on there, plus the website at who'syourreason.com, and you can find the live stream on there as well, plus the blog, plus the newsletter and everything. So, yeah, the beard, yeah, no. What do you think? I'm trying to go for the alpha male look right now, and that's the only way you can do it is, like, grow the beard out because – I mean, I mean, apparently that's a unless you're trying to be like a, a college prepper, like, you know, pretty boy from college with a man bun and everything, which I want to kind of kick their butts. But, uh, you know, if they do have something like that, then they probably don't know how to change the tire on their vehicle if they get a flat on the side of the road or something. So I don't know. I don't know. Throw an idea out there. But thank you for the compliment. Appreciate that very much. Uh, you can always email me. Who's your media network at Gmail dot com as well. A little bit later, I have a. Audio clip of a journalist who's been a journalist for years. She was a award-winning journalist. Uh, she has resigned from being a journalist now because she can't deal with the bias any longer. We'll play that clip in a little bit, but that really sets the tone of where we're at in journalism and media today. I do the news for the local radio station here during the day, and I read some of these headlines, even from the Associated Press, which we know they're a little left-wing, like a little bit, but. When it's so blatantly biased in their reporting, what's they're supposed to just report the news, coming down the wire, the AP wire, with just the facts of the story, yeah. Yeah, try that one again. As we kind of wrap up the COVID nineteen discussion, and we look at the potential apps, we look at these uh, passports, quote unquote, to allow you to be able to function in society and be able to travel, be able to go to sporting events, and you have to prove that you've either had a negative COVID nineteen test or you have to prove that you've gotten the COVID nineteen vaccination. There are now lawsuits beginning right now, Danya, uh, Danya Anna County. Detention officer has sued over COVID-19 vaccination mandates, according to MSN.com, as she faces uh, a, uh, I'm going to attempt to pronounce this, a Donia Anna County Detention Center officer facing termination for declining a COVID-19 vaccination is suing the county manager and detention center officials over the mandate. This is going to be a thing now across the nation. If your company, if your business is now mandating you to get the vaccine, You are open for a lawsuit. You can sue because they cannot tell you what to inject into your body. They can recommend it. They can strongly recommend it. And if they do strongly recommend it, then your business obviously doesn't have a whole lot of uh, concern about your own personal liberties on what you decide to do and not to do with your body. Although, I mean, obviously they have some standards. You can't show some tattoos in certain places. You can't have like weird piercings through your eyebrow or something in some places, which that just looks like it hurts. I don't know why you would do something like that, but a lot of people do. And I guess it looked kind of nice on some people, but I just don't understand that one. Or if you have like a neck tattoo, which I've thought about doing, but then in politics is probably not the most uh, professional thing to do either. Which, again, goes back to the beard conversation on whether that's actually a professional thing or not either. But I think beards are coming back, man. I think it's on a trend and it's going to be popular again. It's going to be totally cool. But nonetheless, you have the choice, although companies can set the certain standards, but when it talks about injecting things into your body, at what level does the business have the right to tell you you need to? And then you just say, you know what, it's totally not worth it, and I kind of need to look for another job if they try to force it. And again, with someone like me who's not getting the vaccine, I may not be able to fly around for a whole lot in a while. I may not be able to travel on public transportation for a while, but I'm kind of okay with all that. Because I live in my little bubble, I do my radio show in my studio. I work in the radio studio twelve hours a day, and then I go home. So I'm not really apt to needing to do a whole lot of that. All right, when we come back, Jennifer Kern, she'll be with us. She'll be talking about the FCC. How much are they going to regulate conservative messages on social media, the interweb, and other media outlets as well? Plus, where are we going to go with some conspiracy theories in the nation? All no that and more voice coming up. Of reason with Andy Hoosier. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Radio and TV plus live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. We are everywhere. You can find us on our social media at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com. As we try to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, and hopefully... As we grow by leaps and bounds every single day. Hopefully we don't see more of the cancel culture. Although I am, we're seeing some decent numbers on the Facebook today, although they're like limiting it. I can't share. It. Here's the crazy part, I'm getting messages. Andy, I can't find the feed. I can't share it onto other pages. I can share and then it doesn't actually attach the video, which is very strange. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but that's social media for you. How far is the cancel culture, the cancer culture that I like to call it going to go? As we had Dr. Seuss's birthday yesterday, so, uh, of course, we had some schools wanting to cancel Dr. Seuss because it's racist. Yeah. yeah, see? And the Muppets were somehow racist. I'm still trying to figure that one out, too, because remember the Swedish guy on there? <laughs> uh, apparently, that was the most racist thing in the world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember any Swedes saying, you can't do that because that's very bad uh but who knows and that's a terrible swedish accent as well but nonetheless i don't know what was racist about it and why they want to cancel the muppets but why the heck not because we can for everything else today right i'm excited to talk about all this and more with our next guest as we talk about the latest and what's trending what's trending today we've had her on the program before and it's been way too long since we've chatted with her from AllAmericanNews.com. she hosts the radio show all american news with jennifer kearns it is jennifer kearns with us here jennifer how are you my friend Hey, doing well. Good. Shadow
1: banned since, uh, I think I've been shadow banned since about 2012. So this is just another day at the office for me. It's another day. <laughs>
0: I'd say, well, I've never been in Facebook jail until this year. Now I've been in there twice. And because of that, it started to get shadow banned. We, we, we're we doing really well across our social media platforms on on live streaming and content. And then after the Facebook jail, just boom, it dropped off. So it's it, it's frustrating yeah. and it's weird, but I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon.
1: No, I think you're right. And look, they're doing this to every aspect of society, right? From Dr. Seuss to the Muppets, as you just mentioned. Then, then they have the arm of Congress, the long arm of the law that's doing their bidding on Capitol Hill for them. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, just last week, they started these hearings. Uh, which sort of harkened back to the McCarthy era to me. It had sort of the same ring. And uh, a committee led by Anna Eshu out of my former state in California uh, sent a letter to the major cable platforms uh, across the country and asked them if they plan to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN and uh, and they cited of course the november election stories and they said uh, did you now or did you on during and after the election feature any stories about the election that might have included disinformation oh, good God. and and are you as a cable platform whether you're att U-verse, amazon comcast cox communications you name it throughout the country uh they even sent a letter to roku Uh, asking, are you planning on, when their renewal is up, are you planning on renewing such channels as Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN? And if so, why? Now, what does that remind you of? Doesn't that remind you of the McCarthy era? Like, have you now or have you ever been associated with Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN? I mean, this is the point it's gotten to, and it's absolutely nuts.
0: It's unbelievable. Now, the past FCC Commissioner Ajit Pai, he was from here in the state of Kansas from where we're based out of under the Trump administration, very conservative guy, really wanted to keep things free and open. Now that he's gone, I mean, could we really see the FCC banning these cable networks on Uh, I mean, even Internet TV networks, I mean, as you mentioned, Roku and, you know, uh, uh, Apple TV or Android TV or Pluto TV, I mean, these Internet TV stations where you can get some news with One America News Network or Newsmax or some of these, these platforms, could we really see those go away by FCC regulations?
1: I mean, it is possible. Look, the, the new administration has the right to appoint their own FCC chair. Uh, that, that is what is really chilling. We see now with, with Joe Biden saying, you know, what is he even doing here at some of his press conferences? We know clearly that he's not in charge. And so I think there are forces around him, uh, people like Susan Rice, the former, uh, staffer for Barack Obama and others that are very radical and very far to the left. And they do want, uh, silence uh, to silence conservatives. Here's the most Interesting thing though, there's always a layer of hypocrisy in it when it comes to Democrats. So, so they have been for the last thirty five years, really pounding the Republicans over the fact that it was the Republican President Ronald Reagan who actually ended the fairness doctrine. You might remember Reagan in the eighties, mm-hmm. and you know what? We don't need we don't need to tell the broadcast networks, left, like eight, and Uh We don't need to tell ABC, CBS, and NBC that they have to have an opposing viewpoint every time they have one on, will let the free market speak. Well, they have not let the Republican Party forget that for the last 35 years. But now we know they didn't want uh, two-party speech all along. They only want one-party speech. They only want their position held. And we see that because that's exactly what they're doing with their newfound power.
0: Yeah, it's really sad. We're talking with Jennifer Kearns. You can find her on uh, her social media at Twitter at All American Jen, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jennifer Kearns and com slash shows. You can find her uh, with All American Radio with Jennifer Kearns, the radio show. How far would this go? I mean, here's the beauty of the free market. If you don't like the content, if you don't like the sponsor, if you don't like the host, if you don't like the whatever, whatever you don't like about it, you can always go to another one because in the free market, they will always find a way to fill that void to find out exactly what you like and find something that you like in social media if we don't like the content on facebook we can go to another platform which is what we tried to do with parlor uh, same thing with twitter uh same thing with some of the i mean uh, even more of the fringe talk show hosts like alex jones got completely banned off of social media what did he do he started his own network at InfoWars, to where you can download the app you can go to his website and find his content there plus on radio we have these abilities but then when something like parlor happens oh we're gonna start our own app so we can actually have a free platform They cancel all the servers to where they can't get servers. They ban Parler from actually being allowed to exist. How far could this potentially go if someone says, you know what, I'm not going to use your platform. I will start my own network. I will start my own company. I'll start my own social media. I'll make people go to my website. And then they say, well, you know what, let's start regulating the interweb as well to where now you're not even allowed to have a website because of quote-unquote hate speech. And people might come across your website and just be triggered and emotionally you know, caught off guard or something. So you're not allowed to have your website either. I mean, this could be completely wiping out of conservative messages all over the board, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would. And look, this is not beyond the imagination. I mean, look at Amazon deplatforms the parlor servers um i I can tell you i I just set up a new website myself all american news i made sure my tech team put those servers way off world and I, i i told them i don't even know where they exist but i can tell you what they're not on amazon and that's how conservatives really sadly have to start thinking is is looking at the platforms that where you have your stuff i've been telling my friends for years who had conservative shows on youtube and and were making money off of their facebook ads i said look that gravy train is going to end because they don't believe what you believe and they don't want you to even exist. And, and we've seen that come to fruition. But here is, I think, the the magic bullet for this. And, and that is, I tell people across the country, be sure to, to start talking to your neighbors again. Be sure to start talking to your community leaders again. Be sure to go to your city council meetings, go to your school board meetings, find out what's going on. Start your own neighborhood coffee maybe once a month with your soccer mom groups. Start talking about what's going on, because they might be able to pull you off of an Amazon server or block you with an FCC order, but they can't come into your house, at least not yet, and stop you from talking to one another. And and when something like this happens, you know, I used to do crisis communications for the state of California, and there were plenty of crises out there, from earthquakes to wildfires, you name it. I was on Governor Schwarzenegger's emergency team. For that stuff. And I said, look, anytime there's an emergency, you have to go back to basics to go back to the fundamentals. And I think that's what conservatives have to do. We have to start talking to each other, pick up the phone, start talking to each other, start making a phone tree. So yeah. if your uh, Twitter does go down, you, you still can communicate. And it sounds scary, but I think that's where we're headed.
0: Well, it's a wild concept. And for someone like me and my generation as a millennial and being 32 years old, I mean, I look at that and we're like, wait a second, like we don't have social media to communicate with everyone. We can go next door and actually knock on someone's door and make a phone call. It's a <laughs> it's a wild, almost scary concept for individuals in my generation. Of wait, if I don't have my thousand, two thousand, five thousand followers on Twitter. I have nothing and I can't communicate with anyone and I'm so closed in and isolated when, I mean, we do well grassroots campaigning and local campaigns. But if we use that concept, it almost seems like we're seeing a cycle of going back to we're going to have to meet in secret on top of the pub, you know, in the in the room above the uh, above the pub room to to talk about uh, how to actually change the world and actually, uh, you know, move forward with conservative principles.
1: Yeah. And look, this is what our founding fathers did. You know, George Washington used to meet with a group on Wednesday nights in in my old town of Alexandria, Virginia. He stood on the steps of a church and he said, "Okay, uh, we've got this new country forming. Who's going to run for president? And the crowd kept coming back to him. And he finally stepped up on the on the little step there. And it still exists in Alexandria, Virginia. It's just a little cement step. He stood up there and he said, "Okay, if no one else shall do it, then I will. And I think that's what it has to come back to, the meetings and the pubs, getting together with your friends once a month, having people over to your house where COVID permits. I mean, this is what we're going to have to go back to, and this is what I'm advising my clients to do uh, in, in the next few months is just make sure you keep in close contact with people. Don't, don't let other people dictate who you do and don't talk to.
0: It's a crazy concept. we got about 30 seconds before we have to take a break, but your thoughts from CPAC. I know you got to go there and cover it from Media Row, but President Trump's speech at CPAC and just the message as a whole, does that give the conservative message hope moving forward into the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, you know, I talked to hundreds of people at CPAC. Uh, boy, everybody said they were there for one thing, and that was to hear President Trump's speech. <laughs> I thought his speech was great. Um, he, he seemed a little toned down, I thought, a little humble. Uh, but but look, the base is fully with him, and, and and he got a 59%, I think, in the CPAC straw poll. But even more important, he got 95% of the attendees at CPAC said even if they don't think Trump will run in 2024, they want Trumpism to continue, America first message. So if you're planning to run in 2024, you got to fit that message.
0: Amen to that. I love it. Allamericannews.com is the website. Make sure and go and check it out. Jennifer, it's always good to talk to you. Let's do this again here real soon. Sounds great. Thanks. Hey, appreciate it very much. Lots more coming up here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at who's your reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at who's your We know you're on social media already. So bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show. Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites, YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google play. Tune in, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast. Catch our special features and more. It's the Voice of Reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Wanna reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at Hoosier Network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at Hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me, it's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com or find our contact information at Hoosier You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Last few minutes of the program, the fastest hour of radio on radio, wherever you may be, radio and TV, plus the live streaming as well. Thanks for joining us today. So, and by the way, thanks to Jennifer Kearns coming on the program, All-American Radio. So here's something interesting for you. This story tells me two things. This is according to The Hill, thehill.com. High alert as new QAnon date approaches... On Thursday, now as you know, Washington D.C. still has a lot of military members in defense mode in Washington, and in concerns about protests and an uprising of individuals wanting to kick Joe Biden out of office, and that's what they've been promoting, and they still have the barbed wire fences around the Capitol. They still have all the National Guard out there, and everybody's all on high alert because they still think there's going to be some kind of incursion, which let's stop trying to say that what happened on January 6th was, was an incursion, because it was not. It was a protest of about 50 people that got into the white, or into the Capitol and the other 98,000 people that were standing outside on the ground. So like, wow, this grass is really nice, and we're just going to chant names. That's about all it was. So let's be very clear here. But, of course, the media has taken this to an entirely new level because that's what they like to do. But this tells me two things. Number one, the media is still obsessed with the Donald Trump quote-unquote conspiracy theorists. And for those that, you know, have listened to QAnon things before, now look, I enjoy conspiracy theories as much as the next person. I will listen to just about anything. You could try to make your argument that the sky is purple, and I will listen to it with intent to try and get your point to understand at least where you're coming from. It may be completely off the wall, it may be completely loony, and you may be completely nuts, but I will sit there and I will entertain it because that's the kind of guy I am. Again, with my continuous thirst for knowledge and wisdom to at least understand thought processes. Maybe not the outcome of it, but at least the process that goes into the thought. And when there's none, then that's when I get frustrated. Thanks, Democrats. (laughs) See what I did there? See what I did there? But now they're going after the conspiracy theorists. And the new QAnon theory is the fact that Donald Trump is still president of the United States. Now, he is not. And the very clear evidence of that was that we had inauguration in Washington, D.C. in January. We also had Donald Trump just speak at the Conservative Political Action Conference that admitted that he is no longer president and that the presidential Biden administration is doing this and doing that and yada, yada, yada. So he made it very clear. If you still believe in it, uh, look, I was one where I was open to the idea about, you know, the military coming in and uh, it's stopping the Biden administration, arresting all these elected officials on all these crimes that they've done and so on and so forth. Look, if it happened, it happened. And cool. That's out of our hands. We can't do a whole lot about it. But there are still some just hanging on, hanging on, saying you know, this is going to happen. And apparently the date is set for March 4th tomorrow for Donald Trump to waltz back in on his great white horse And is going to take the throne back again in Washington, D.C. And is going to boot Joe Biden out with the military because originally the uh, date of the presidential inaugurations up until 1933 was on March 4th. So the theory is, is that after that, there was this quote unquote, and I don't know the whole conspiracy theory. But apparently there was a new republic or a new constitution or something. So therefore, we're not living under the real constitution. And therefore, President Donald Trump is still president because Joe Biden's not a legitimate president. And it just goes into this whole theory. Look, that goes too far for me. I don't quite get it. I don't quite understand that. And it's not true in any way, shape or form. We need to live in reality. And if we're going to continue conservative messages, we need to be based in reality. We need to understand. And look, again, I'm okay and cool conspiracy theories. But when you just hang on too long because you're so desperate for something to happen, Then you go from, like, intriguing to you have a problem. I was all about, okay, fine, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Cool, all the way up until January. But once January happened, and not the protest, but the inauguration, okay, you know, what's done. It's over. It's over. Let's move on. Let's figure out a way to beat these guys from there on out. Voter fraud happened? I truly believe it did. And for that comment, I'll probably get censored on social media now and have this kicked off. But I truly believe that it happened uh, to some degree. Now, whether it was enough to win the election or not, I don't know. But I know that some— happened in some way, shape, or form. Was Donald Trump a great president? Absolutely. Should he run again? I don't know. He hinted about it at CPAC, and like uh, Jennifer Kearns mentioned at CPAC, that they uh, the individuals either want him to run again or want his message to be carried on, which I completely agree with. They already have a list of Republican potential candidates for the presidential election for 2024, and his name is at the very top of that. And if he doesn't run, then it will be someone that continues on the Trump legacy of conservatism down the road for 2024. But apparently, number one, the media has way too much time on their hands and doesn't know what to do anymore other than just continuously beat a dead horse, which is go after Trump and go after conspiracy theorists who believe that Donald Trump's going to waltz into the White House tomorrow on March 4th and complete some saga. Um, So media, thanks for wasting time. Number two, conspiracy theorists, stop making it easy for them. Stop making it easy for them. Again, are there things that go on that we don't know about? Sure, there are. But let's know the line of common sense and reason here, shall we? That does it for us today. Podcast's going up a little bit. We will have that. Uh, plus, guess the next couple of days wrapping up the week already. I can't believe it. Goes by way too fast. Until then, it's time for you to be your own voice of reason. Speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. Have a great Wednesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at reason.com. Again, whosyourreason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.